0: Welcome to the Journal Talk podcast with Nathan Oren. Each episode, we bring you tips and tools for living with passion, clarity, and purpose. Nathan is a skilled workshop facilitator, business coach, public speaker, and co author of the international best selling book, The Soul of Success. Now, here's our host of Journal Talk, Nathan Oren. Welcome to another episode of Journal Talk. This is Nathan, your host and I thought I would try something a little different today. It's been a while since we've had a podcast episode where it's just you and me. So, this episode is just you and me. No other expert interview guest on the show. It'll just be something that I've kind of baked up on my own and something that I'm really interested to share with you. And to open the topic for this episode, I'd like to read something. I don't do this very often. In fact, I really can't think of another time that I have read something out of my own personal journal writings. So, I was going through some old boxes. I'm getting ready to move again and going through some of the writings, and this caught my attention. I thought this would make a perfect topic for a show. The background is that uh, the journal entry I'm about to read comes from 1991 when I was in college. And the person that I'm referring to in this writing, his name is Afshin. He's another student. He's a Persian student in my chemistry class. And I had a bit of a puppy crush on him. And uh, well, you'll see how it goes. Let me just read this to you. Afshin invited me to his house for lunch after chemistry class today, and we had such an awesome time together. He drove his car, and I followed him in mine. I tried hard to remember every street we were turning on so that I could someday come back again on my own, maybe even drop by and surprise him. My mind races with ideas for how and why this might be appropriate. We got to his house. It was a very nice big house, not too far in the hills above Northridge, where we go to school. And it made me think that his parents must be very wealthy. The front room was neat and tidy with antique furniture. Afshin offered me juice or water to drink, and I nervously told him I would have whatever he was drinking. I don't think he could tell that I was nervous. When he led me to the kitchen... I noticed it was even more spacious and clean. The white tile floor was spotless, and I didn't want to make too many steps on it with my grungy shoes. Afshin pulled out two small glasses from the cupboard right beside my head. He set them down beside me and filled each one with orange juice. He picked them both up and looked straight into my eyes as he handed one to me. I couldn't believe that this was happening. His eyes, his smile, his skin were mesmerizing, and I started to think that maybe he might know how much I like him. And even though I didn't want him to stop this little cat and mouse game, I wondered if he was toying with me, or maybe he might feel the same way towards me. So, he said, what should we make for lunch? Standing right next to me, sipping his juice and still looking at me. 16 million different answers broke apart into fragments in my mind, and I tried to stay calm while I assembled one that would make some sense. Well, what do you have? I asked back. I'll stop right there, but... This story goes on for another four and a half pages, step by step, covering about 30 minutes of time that I supposedly spent at Afshin's house. And it describes him preparing our food, our conversations, and all these layers, nuances of meaning and and the tangled feelings that I had every step of the way. And you want to know the funny part of this? The funny part is, none of this ever happened. (laughs) This is a made-up journal entry. And when I flipped open this journal and it caught my attention, I was actually trying hard to remember this happening. I knew exactly who Afshin was. I could remember him. I remember the chemistry class. I remember his face. But I could not remember any of this. It's funny how the mind can compartmentalize truth from fiction. And I mean, I've read things before that I didn't know, I didn't remember the details. And as soon as I read a little further, something kind of triggers on and I I collect the story a little bit and oh yeah, yes, I kind of remember this happening. But this did not happen when I was reading this to myself. After about two pages or so is when I realized that this was just a made up pretend entry that for some reason I felt like writing out. And I'm classifying this as a type of journaling that I kind of call fantasy journaling. And what I mean by that is at the time that I'm writing it, I'm just doing it to explore some private fantasy. And this one in particular I never would have discussed this with anyone else. I was not at a time in my life when I was really open about my sexuality, about having, you know, crushes on other guys. So this really allowed me, this journal entry allowed me to get in touch with my desires, my emotions, and kind of have a virtual daydream about this person. And what impresses me the most is that it is such a detailed, vivid detailed account of things that never happen, but when I read them, they seem so real. The tile floor and the location of the cups and specific conversation fragments and facial expressions, and of course, all of my reactions and feelings and thoughts about every step of the way. When I look back and I think about this, when I realize that, oh, this is one of those journal entries, it's something that didn't happen, I started to think of other examples. So, I've made a list of um, some other types of fantasy journaling that I've done before in the past. I remember writing a letter to a future boyfriend like in the times when i was maybe more lonely more single looking forward to meeting somebody in the future not knowing who that person was hoping that he's doing well kind of sending him a letter that he will obviously never get and <laughs> not even knowing who this person is wondering you know how we're going to meet i'm asking questions I've also written another example is when I've written details of a job interview that didn't happen. Um, I was, you know, I do what most unemployed uh, college uh, graduates do I'm circling ads in the paper and I'm putting resumes out, and I would actually consider what the interview might be like and I would write out the questions that were being asked of me and how i would answer along with all kinds of other strange details waiting in the lobby and you know the receptionist being there and you know just all kinds of things the pace and the feeling of the interview another example of fantasy journaling might be Preparing for a difficult conversation. And there's all kinds of difficult conversations having to give bad news to somebody, having to confront maybe a friend or a family member about something, or it could just simply be something hard to do, asking for a raise, you know, at work, talking to your boss about something. It could be. You know, having to make a confession or an apology about something that's uh, very difficult. I would sometimes write out those conversations as if I'm sort of simulating the circumstance, what it would be like, what it would feel like. Another one planning for vacations, making the best use of my time, what types of activities I'm wanting to do. I'm writing out the vacation details as if they've happened already and being grateful for the time of replenishment all kinds of fantasy journaling, and there's all kinds of different styles. You know, you can write just the dialogue, you can write a description of what happened. But what I've got uh, planned here for the rest of this episode is uh, a list of benefits that I have experienced doing this kind of fantasy journaling, a short little assignment for you, and then I have some announcements to make. And that's it. It'll be a nice, quick, little fun Episode. This will be the first part of a three parter, and I'll explain more about that. So, benefits. How has fantasy journaling helped me in real life? One way, and I've made a list of one, two, three, four, five, six different things. There's probably more if I think about it, but these were six things that I had come up with on the spot preparing for this episode as I was fantasy journaling about this episode. One of them is, uh, I feel that helped me to make smarter and more thoughtful decisions in my life. Because obviously, when you rehearse or prepare, you're able to think through the different options. And sometimes a scenario could be written twice or three times in a different way, and you're exploring alternatives and making decisions in your mind about how to handle those. Second one is to get a deeper understanding of what I want and how I feel. Sometimes just getting clear about who I am and what I want is a huge breakthrough. For the example that I read about just, you know, having a deeper understanding of what do I really want with this person? What is it that I'm craving or wanting in relationship with him? A third one is executing plans in perfect timing, being able to perform better. In new situations, as if they had been rehearsed. The thing I thought about—I've been going to an improv comedy here, very close to my home. There's a improv show, and this kind of goes along with, uh, you know, what an improv actor does on stage. You know, they're creating situations, they're making up places and props and characters, and then they're reacting to them in real human form, and. I think about these fantasy journaling exercises as doing sort of that. You know, I'm putting myself in a situation so that I can perform in a new situation. You're kind of developing a skill of performing more smoothly in a new situation as if it's been rehearsed. The fourth reason or the fourth benefit that I put down for fantasy journaling is just that it's fun. <laughs> it's entertaining. It is interesting. It is, uh, it's an exploration into the mind. The fifth one I wrote was, you might have heard a lot of this. I've had people here on the program talking about a law of attraction or desire mapping. And I think that there is something to be said about practicing The experience that you want to have in your life, practicing that experience. For example, with law of attraction journaling, they'll say that the more time you spend experiencing or projecting yourself into an experience of success or gratitude or joy, then the better your brain will connect with those experiences in the future. In other words, you bring it about, it's a self fulfilling cycle. And I do believe there is something to that, that if you put yourself in the mindset of success or gratitude or whatever happiness, then your mind will naturally seek those opportunities that will bring that to you because you're kind of training your brain. And then number six I don't know if I have any examples of this, but I do believe there is an element of expanding your creative intuition. Fantasy journaling can help you to become more creatively in touch, things around you, other people having deeper empathy for other people, um, just being able to connect more on a gut level with others and with the situation. So, your assignment, if you want one, is to do a little fantasy journaling exercise and one thing that I have really come to learn for myself is if you're going to do a fantasy journaling exercise you know it's about creating a wish you know something that you would like to experience something that maybe you think is not possible for you to experience but you're going to create a situation where you do experience it and when you do that Start from the place where you are. For example, in this situation, like here we are in class. I'm in class with this guy, Afshin, and he invites me to lunch. And, you know, I actually follow him in my car and, and I park in front of his house and I'm walking into the house. And it started from a place where I already know. And then it takes me into this dream world <laughs> that could probably never happen. So, I encourage you to do it that way as well. Like, start from something you know, start from where you really are. And then you can imagine it like you've just uh, released the Aladdin genie from the bottle and you're allowed to make any wish you want. What experience would you wish for? And write it out as if it were actually happening. Write your feelings about it, And just live the moment of your greatest wish coming true and log the details of the experience and do it in a way that you could look back at it six months, a year, two years, five years, 10 years. Look back so that when you pull open that journal again, you'll have that same experience. You'll have that wondering like, wow, this is so detailed and so vivid. Did I really experience this? Make that your goal that you would want to, I mean just like I did at the end of the entry, say that this was just a fantasy journaling exercise, but not trying to confuse yourself. (laughs) But write it in a way that you would make yourself wonder if you had actually experienced it. And that is my journal talk, journaling assignment for the week. I have a few announcements, and the first one I kind of touched on, this is the first of a three-part series the next two episodes are going to give additional examples of this idea of fantasy journaling. So today was just a- an introduction. To it because uh, I had an example of my own, but I also did a little bit of research and I found some other examples that I think are very fascinating and something that we can learn from. The next episode that's coming is about a woman that I met in a journal writing workshop that I led, and we go around at the beginning of the uh, the workshop, day one, first exercise. You know, I ask people if they have any kind of writing habit already. And this woman said that, yes, she writes every Sunday, and she burns her entries so that nobody can read them. And I thought that was a little bit interesting, a little strange, maybe, because part of the excitement or the, you know, part of the journal writing exercise for me, the habit is to keep it, you know, to save it. But what is most interesting about her story is the reason why she burns it. And uh, I'll share that with you in the next episode. Part three is an interview with a woman named Anne Marvin. She's an avid fiction reader And all her journaling is fantasy. She gets a lot from it, and she shares about her reading habits and her writing habits and how they've helped her to grow. She has a website called truthinfantasy.com. Very fun, very interesting, and all good examples of fantasy journaling. The second announcement I have is that you may have noticed uh, I've got a little bit of a sporadic schedule lately with these podcast releases. And I'm not quitting. I'm not going to stop doing it, but it might be sporadic. Some weeks there, I might have more than one episode, and some weeks I might not have any episodes. I'm not going to hold myself to such a strict schedule. I usually do a Tuesday or Wednesday release, but new projects are underway. I'm really excited because I've hired a coach who is helping me transform my journal writings into Uh, true novel for publication. And I'm very excited to be working on this, and I'll share more details about it when I have a finished manuscript. But this is really neat for me, and it's a new step, and uh, it's taking a lot of my time really moving into being more a writer and not just a journal writer. Obviously, you know, I don't mean just a journal writer as if it's something less than a writer, but it is a new step for me and and I'm really excited for that. And because of that, my third announcement is that I have a want ad posted, I'm looking for an intern or an assistant. Uh, who would like to learn about blogging, podcasting, email marketing, all of that stuff to help me keep Journal Talk and Write for Life going, even though I've got all these other projects going on. It's not a paid internship. It's paid not in cash, I should say. I'm willing to share my knowledge, my experience, and most importantly, the tools that I've gathered. So I'm using some really high-end top of the line enterprise level software tools that people use when they've got uh, podcast, marketing tools, InfusionSoft, lead pages, some things that I've customized myself. And I'm willing to share the tricks of the trade and open the doors to some of the marketing tools and secrets that you might have heard about online. And uh, some of the systems that the pros use, I would, you know, set you up in an account and show you how to use that if you would help me kind of keep things moving along while I'm taking a little bit of a break. Not a break, but just my schedule is going to be very sporadic. So, if you're interested, you can email me at Nathan at easyjournaling.com. Let me know you're interested. And we can have an interview, I can tell you more details about what it would entail. I'm looking for someone who can put in probably about five hours a week, 10 hours a week. And even if it were as little as three hours a week, it would still be helpful. But somewhere between uh, five and 10 is what I've been doing. And there will be some ramp up, there'll be a learning curve, because all of these you know, blogging, podcasting, marketing tools... The email management system, Infusionsoft, lead pages, all of these things, they do take some experience. If somebody has experience in these things and wants to help out as well, I'm open for that as well. So that's my announcements hope you enjoy your fantasy journaling exercise. I'm really enjoying all of the comments and the questions and the Facebook page dialogue that's going on. So, keep that up and we can continue there. As always, I try to check Facebook at least once a day, but it doesn't always happen, but uh, I try to respond to remarks there. So, that's the episode for today. Keep on moving, keep learning, and most of all, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, a web resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journal writing. Find us online at www.writeforlife.us. Spell W-R-I-T-E, the number 4, L-I-F-E dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk.